Hello everyone, and in today's episode, I'm joined with Dave, and, and Dave has, has Crohn's disease, and Dave's had Crohn's disease since um, 2015, so, so, so thank you for joining me today, Dave. No, no worries, thank you, thank you for inviting me on, I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to be really nice to hear about like your whole Crohn's journey, uh, really, and uh, it's going to be nice. Yeah, no nice worries. So, so Dave, if you just like just to start off with, if you just want to say like like a little bit about about you and like um, getting diagnosed with um, Crohn's disease. Yeah, no worries. So my name's Dave. I'm 31. I live in the Cotswolds in Gloucestershire. Uh, I'm a father of two, and my house is like a farm. We have chickens, dogs, parrot, you name it. I think we've got it. Um, I was diagnosed in 2015, like you said. Uh, I was ill. For about two weeks in the run-up to my diagnosis where any food or drink I consumed was immediately coming back out within seconds normally. Uh, so I had to take a little bit of time off of work. Uh, I was reluctant to go to the doctors. I think a lot of us are, mainly because I think we've been fobbed off a fair few times, kind of maybe felt not listened to. Yeah. Uh, and I was at home for about three days, just on the sofa, probably feeling a bit sorry for myself. And I got up to go to the bathroom. My partner was on the school run and um, I fell back down the stairs. I passed out. Uh, I'd had an accident, which I'm pretty sure most of us are used to, to be fair. I think we've all been there. Uh, my partner came home. She rushed me up to our local hospital, who then forwarded me onto A&E, which is probably only about 20 minutes further away. Uh, and they thought, I had, they thought I was having a stroke initially. And then after taking some tests and getting some fluids into me because I was very dehydrated, they realized I had sepsis. So then they took me up to a ward. Um, I did actually have a colonoscopy. I'm not 100% sure how I was diagnosed. I'm not sure if it was blood tests, but I kind of was in a bit of a rough state. And by the time the next morning came a nurse uh, from the Crohn's department, uh, the gastro department, sorry, had come up to explain everything to me. And I still wasn't really sure what was going on. So uh, five years on, I'm still learning as I go, kind of thing. As I yeah, yeah, it's like a like a, it, it, it must be like all hard, like 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 you said, like as well as as well with like getting diagnosed with Crohn's disease, it, like you also had um, sepsis as well. Exactly. Yeah, that was the scary thing. That was terrifying because I didn't. I like I think I've heard many of others say as I hadn't even heard of Crohn's disease before my diagnosis. And then it wasn't until I'd been diagnosed and spoke to a few of my friends that I've realized that they know somebody else with it. So I've made some connections that way, which I think has been very beneficial. Yeah, because like uh, I was a bit like you, like um, I didn't know, I haven't heard of Crohn's disease before, like when I was diagnosed and then um, I didn't know many, I didn't know, it took a while before I did actually find out that quite a lot of people have a, have Crohn's so it is quite nice to know like a lot of other people have it as well. Yeah I find on I only have Instagram I don't have any other social media but I find on there there's quite a lot of support groups and you know people are quite open and honest I find which is always reassuring that you can have a decent honest conversation. Yeah like I think with, it, like with all the social medias I think Instagram is like um, uh, one of the best ones really like for especially like communicating to people and speaking to other people exactly and a picture tells a thousand words yeah and uh, and it and it like um like like uh, when you was diagnosed um, uh, 
like um like how, how was you like feeling about like i'm um, speaking out about it to other people at first i became quite depressed if i'm honest uh I kind of, I, I had uh, seven, I think, it, no, it was nine days stay in hospital initially. Uh, and I couldn't eat, as I think many people go through, just the lack of not wanting to, or just no hunger. More than, I had no appetite, which I think even now in this hot weather, I find I have no appetite either. But um, it took me quite a while, to be honest. I was quite enjoying one of the lads going out, you know, getting drunk at the weekend. Uh, I was in the military before as well, so I'd always been relatively fit and healthy. So it was quite a shock, and I think that's what maybe upset me the most is the impact on my physical side. Yeah, like a, like a, it, it can impact you a lot, like a, like, like like with everything, and like a, I'd say, like a, like a, with, with fatigue, it's a, it's, it's quite different to a, like a person that hasn't got like a chronic illness, like a, yeah. like like especially like a. Like um, like especially when we're going for a walk or something, just just even a little walk, and uh, you get home and then you're, you're you're exhausted from just that walk. Yeah, that is one of the things I struggle the most with is fatigue. Uh, it's it's a it's just it's hard to explain it to people though, isn't it? It's hard to communicate to somebody who isn't feeling how you feel, because they, I mean, I was probably. Up until falling in myself, I think maybe I was a little bit naive, uh, maybe a little bit blind to it. But now it's kind of, I, I think I see people and think maybe there's more to that person. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And, and like, so it's, uh, yeah. it's beneficial in some ways, you know, it's opened me up a bit, I think, and yeah. taught me that, you know, sharing is probably a good idea to share your thoughts. Yeah, like, like, and then like, you can speak to other people that may have like the same thoughts as you as well. Exactly, like-minded people. I find we're all quite, uh, all people I spoke to with Crohn's and colitis, they all seem to be quite like-minded and we're all quite open and I think we've all got very good sense of humour. We take things very well. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah. we can all have like, like take the serious note on Crohn's, but you can have some laughs as well. Exactly. I think you have to. I think we have to find the funny side to these things. Otherwise, it's all doom and gloom, isn't it? Yeah. And like, and, and going back to like f um, fatigue. Uh, like, I, I remember. I think it was a. a, a, a I did like a P lesson with um, the class. It was like in sports hall, and uh, it's was, it was a football, an indoor football match, and like uh, because I. I was running around lots and I didn't want to stop up. And then I was thinking, I was like, I, I could have fallen asleep, really. Yeah. <laughs> because, because I was that tired. So I had to sit out. And, uh, and, and, my, and the teammates asked them, why are you, why are you sitting out? And um, I think one, one person said, oh, you got to let your team down. And I said, nothing to do with letting the team down. I'm, I'm too exhausted to continue on. So I'll maybe leave a couple of matches, like mini games, and then I, I might, I might play again. Yeah, it's just having patience and understanding. Yeah. It, it, it can be actually quite hard to like explain Crohn's disease. Do you think to like other people that are unaware of it? Very, very, very difficult. Yeah, that's. I, I have two children. One's eleven and one's eight. Uh, my son's eleven. My daughter's eight. It's quite frustrating for them as well because there'll be days where getting out of bed's a fight. It's hard, isn't it? And 
I feel guilty. I know it's not my fault and I know I haven't done anything, but I still feel guilty about the days where fatigue is at its worst and getting out of bed is an obstacle in itself. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's, 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 it's not nice, like fatigue, it's a, it's a not nice symptom. It's, it's no, it's not. But it is, I think it's probably one of the most common as well, though, isn't it? Yeah. Unfortunately. Do, 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 have you like taken any like um, medication like to help like your fatigue? Uh, yeah, I was, at first I was trying a lot of things like iron and vitamin and just things to try and boost my immune system. But I found the more I tried to put in I don't know, maybe it's the wrong combination or it just doesn't work for me, but I just couldn't get anything to give me that extra go. But I've learned through time in changing my diet. Like and now we have a relatively meat-free diet, uh, things like that. Just anything I can to do my part to just give myself that boost to the immune system. I quit in smoking. That's one of the first things I was a smoker. No, that was one of the first things I had to do was quit smoking and probably the best choice I made as well, to be fair. Yeah, because, yeah, like, um, like, 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 that is good that you stop smoking because, like, um, can I, like, um, I think like, there are probably people out there who do smoke while having Crohn's disease and, and just not, uh, like, that worry, worry about it. But it is, it is good, like, you stop because, like, um, like, especially, um, when I first saw my consultant, he asked me like questions like, um, "Do you smoke?" And I said, "I, I'd say no, because I've never smoked, and I, I, I don't really want to." <laughs> it's, it's, good choice, good choice. It's, it's, it's not very good. But I, I said no, and he said, and, and he was like, "Good, don't, don't smoke." And then, like especially like with alcohol as well, um, like, uh, um, like it's good not like it's not like if you have like too much alcohol, especially with a chronic illness, it can like impact you you might go into slur you might impact like your liver as well so yeah. uh, like uh, well, like with alcohol i don't drink drink it but i, I must say it's a, maybe a, my birthday or like a special occasion if i'm all right to have it i might have a few but uh, yeah I'm all right. i understand i can't see i can't have any alcohol i can't none at all i i uh we went to florida recently uh, last year actually middle last probably about a year ago now this lockdown has got all our dates confused and whatnot hasn't it yeah but uh, in florida and everybody in the evenings was out at the pub or wherever just having a beer socially and i was quite happy just having a lemonade and enjoying myself but i had one beer on the second night and spent the next day in bed and just regretted it so i just opt not to now i think it's probably for the best and i don't miss having a beer if i'm honest with you not don't miss it at all is it, is it like um I, I like uh, I, I I'm not that fussed about drinking either really like it's best not to because no exactly yeah. and, uh, I, I'd rather have a cup of tea if I'm honest yeah it's it's like like it, even if um I didn't have Crohn's I, I I don't think I would have much of like alcohol anyway because it's not it's not very good for you really no this this is it but when we're young you know we all make mistakes when we're young and it's not until you're older that you realise, you know, a lot of people, I think now people used to say to me about my children, appreciate the years because it goes fast. And I, you know, I always think, well, it can't go any faster than it, but it does. It absolutely flies by. Time goes scarily fast. It's just like, uh, like, like do, 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 just be like grateful like, for all the good days that you get to have. That's you, it. Yeah, because you don't know what's going to happen. That's it. That's the mindset I try and have. I, I always 
there is always somebody worse off and I, I'm more grateful for the things I do have. Yeah. Yeah. It and could like, be worse, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, 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 um, what, like, m medication I have you, have you taken, like, throughout, like, um, Crohn's so far? Uh, the first one I think we've all been was the old steroids, the prednisolone and things like <laughs> yeah. that. The uh, moon face, I think my partner likes to call them. Yeah, moon face. <laughs> with, with, with the problem with the steroids I found is I can't sleep and I eat everything inside. Uh, and after having, I think it was the, I had it through infusion originally, uh, the steroids when diagnosed. And then when I came out, I did that taper down where I think it's eight a week uh, and then seven uh, tablets a day, sorry, eight a day for weeks, so on and so on. Um, and then after that, I tried Humira. Yeah. Uh, and I actually had a quite a bad time with Humira. I had an allergic reaction, which caused severe psoriasis all over my feet. Oh, okay. And I had to, two seconds, sorry. I had to go through six months of light treatment at the hospital, light therapy to uh, cure that up. Yeah, yeah, like um, it's it's low, like like that Hemira, like uh, like uh, was you on that long? Uh, yeah, I was I was on it for about six months, and then after that, after the severe reaction wasn't going down with the light treatment, we decided to stop that. Uh, I then went back onto steroids because I went back into a flare. That was still in 2015 because I was diagnosed relatively early in 2015. I think it was around the February time. Um, I then went on to vedalizumab. Yeah, yeah uh, that I was having infusions at the hospital again, but then I had the same problem. It's caused the viruses on my feet once again. Uh, so again, I went through the light treatment, stopped the medication, and then about 18 months ago, we tried vedalizumab as a last resort before going in for surgery. Yeah. And touch wood, I seem to be steadily making slight progress, which I'm quite happy with. Sorry, vedalizumab seems to be working for me at the time being. Yeah, that, that, that is good that it, like it's working for you, like at the time being, like um. Like it, like so that's like a fusion. Like you go into the um, you you go in for, and then they just put um, like inject it into you. That's correct. So I'll go into hospital. Uh, say my appointment's at one one o'clock, which it normally is. I'll go there for one o'clock. I'll get a seat, uh, and then they'll put the oh, I can't think what it's called in your hand, uh, cannula. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I'll have the infusion. It, over it was two hours to start with but now it's 45 minutes so it just goes in through there for 45 minutes i tend to have to sit there for an hour or so after just so they can yeah. kind of keep an eye which i think is relatively normal and uh then i go home and go back again in six weeks and do it all over again with blood tests in between yeah yeah i i, I know what you mean but with like with like with the infusions because i was a uh... Um, my infusion. I, I was on um, infinitumab um, infusion, yeah. and I was on that for a year. Um, um, and it, it, I, like uh, I had a reaction to it. I think it was like the ninth infusion, where uh, um, like uh, what happened was uh, like um, during like the 15, 15 minutes into the infusion, um, it, I like I felt all red or hot for some reason. Um, 
and uh and then uh like um it all like the like the cannula felt all like numb or something numb and then uh okay. and then the nurse came to me and said if are you all right and I, I said yes at first because I, I thought nothing of it at first i thought like um I, I, it's just a bit weird and then i knew something was wrong because i um all of a sudden i was losing my breath so uh yeah. I, I i wasn't breathing like um properly like uh, and then um it's, it's like I was, I always say it's like I was in a sauna. Like that's how oh, I was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, uh, and then I said, no, I'm not all right. I'm not all right. And then what happened? They had to put me back. I had an oxygen tank in. And then they, 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 they like paused the infusion. They paused it. Um, like, and they, no, I didn't feel anything because like each time I went it, like, they probably made it, the infusion a bit quicker because it was, it was working. So yeah. So like Michael Sutton got ranged and he said continue the infusion but very slowly, and uh, I was a bit anxious about that because uh, I thought uh, if it's gone wrong, uh, uh, why are we continuing it? <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. But then do you find with, sorry, you find with since having that your your Crohn's that anxiety is a big thing. Anxiety is yeah. quite a big thing. Yeah, like I, I, I'd say. Like especially like um, when I was first diagnosed, I've been like being stressed about things like that. That like brought my pain on as well. Yeah, yeah, I struggle because I get really anxious still over the smallest of things as well. That in hindsight are quite ridiculous, maybe, but yeah. to me it's quite a big deal. Yeah, and like like from that infusion, what happened after that was uh, I, I did I did finish it very slowly, and then a couple of days I had a meeting with my consultant. And then he, he put me on Himera, um, yep. um, which I'm on now. So uh, like, I started that in November, and it's like, like in, inject, they've been injecting that at home, which I, I, yep. I say I prefer than going to the hospital because you don't have to sit around and everything. Yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, no, that is a big thing, isn't it? The whole sitting around. I understand yeah. they're busy, but it, it you know, yeah. I get it. Well, during lockdown, I've been having my, I've had two, I think, infusions at home. So, uh, yeah the medication to get delivered to me in the morning uh, and then a nurse will come in the afternoon administer it that's been perfect that's ideal i like that she's lovely as well that always helps like i say all the, the nurses are like especially i remember when going to my infusion they all always checked out how, how i was and they're all, they're all really nice there yeah no yeah i think to be fair i think 99 percent of healthcare professionals are i think it's got to be in their nature to be nice caring people yeah, but um, like I uh, like I know from my experience when when I got infusions, I always preferred if I knew like recognise the face who would normally um like um say it all up and not put the cannula yeah. in and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's a reassurance, uh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And like 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 one time a, a newbie came in, and uh, um like uh who, who's like just like learning and then and like in the next to and I was like um I said I said uh. Can you not um? Can you not um? Like um, put, put like the cannula in or anything because like, I prefer it with someone I knew like who like um is who, who's doing it most of the time. A bit more experienced. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. I think they'll understand as well. To be perfectly honest. Yeah. Yeah. But and do you have you ever um because when we get put into or administered into hospital. We tend to be with a lot of the elderly, don't we? We have a lot of oh, yeah. elderly in the room with us. Yeah. So quite often I'll have, when the trainees come in upstairs to the department, 
quite often my consultant will say, oh, Dave, do you mind if, you know, the, these, uh, I, I wanted to say youngsters, I don't really know what to say there, but uh, do you mind if they examine you and things like that? And it's got to the point where I have no modesty anymore. So I just say, yes, carry on, do as you will. Yeah, it's not like, it, is, yeah, it get, can get quite boring just sitting there. And like, um, just yeah, like, I, I, that's, podcasts are a great thing for that. Yeah, definitely. And like, uh, like oh, I always got, I always got like, 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 even just going asking for the toilet because you had to ask go to the toilet because it's all plugged in and you have to, you have to carry it as well. Yeah, yeah. Bashing into the doors on the way through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like, yeah, it's just all like, uh, it's all like, like, um, it, it's all cool. Like, 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 how do you like to feel about like now, like with all, whole, um, like the coronavirus and going into get your infusions? Uh, yeah, I've been having a nurse come to mine for the infusions, yeah. which has been much better, which is because uh, I was getting quite anxious about having to go into the hospital to have them, because obviously the hospital for anybody is probably not the place to be at the moment. Um, so yeah, that's quite a relief, to be honest, that the nurse comes here. It's quite helpful. Yeah, I, I did actually have, um, because I was due for a, a blood test, um, I think like, maybe it was a month or two ago now. Um, and uh, what happened was uh, I had to, um, I couldn't, I didn't want to go in hospital to have it done because oh, the coronavirus was quite bad at that time. So uh, what happened was she, she came in, uh, um, in, into my house and um, she, uh, she, 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 she did the blood test at my, my home, like wearing all the protective uh, equipment as well. So it was. More, I think it was more safer to yeah. do it that way. I, I've been going to the. Uh, we have a GP surgery in a village quite close by, that is for people shielding and the elderly. And uh, yeah, I've been going there to have my blood tests. Although my doctor surgery and the hospital don't seem to be able to communicate very well together and spend a lot of time chasing my results up. Yeah, it, it can get like a. They can take like forever just to get your results. I know, but I understand they're overwhelmed though, aren't they? This is it. I mean, in order of priority, I understand my blood results aren't all that important. It's not. It's not like um, like like um, because of the lot like, being on infusion drugs and like uh, in my like uh, like it's, it's pretty high dose um medication as well, um like infusions like uh, like yeah like um. Like a like like a like especially like with staying in like like uh, how was you like with like staying in not like not allowed to see the like certain people that you probably would wish you was well we uh we locked down a little bit before everybody else we locked down about seven days beforehand um before everybody else went into non-optional lockdown I'll call it um and at first it was okay uh. We've got quite a lot of space where we are. We've got about half an acre of a back garden out here. So we weren't that affected. And being quite an anxious person, I'm not too keen on going out if I don't need to anyway. Yeah. So it wasn't too much of a change for me, weirdly enough. Yeah, I'm quite used to like um, my own company, really. Like, I, I quite enjoy it. Like, uh, yeah. Like, because uh, I've got a, a, quite a, a, a big garden, so 
like I've got a trampoline as well that I can just go on. Uh, I will go for an occasional walk still, like. Um, yeah, just, so. just, just to like get some fresh air. Do you have a dog or do you have any pets? No, no. I, 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 felt, I was thinking actually about having a dog because uh, it was it would have been nice company and I've had one in the past, but um, yeah. but like I was thinking about it, but like before like uh, um, coronavirus, like that's the kind of when I was thinking about it, but uh, like because I was like, like because I was so busy with doing lots of things, I don't think I would have as much time to like look after the dog properly, so. Maybe. Undivided attention. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I, I've been around like people's houses that have dogs. And I, I do really like them. We've uh, got a rescue called George. He's about eight. Uh, we got him in October, just gone. He'd spent his entire life tied up in somebody's garden. So, uh, unfortunately, during coronavirus, he's just been diagnosed with bladder cancer, which is very sad. But we've had such a good time with him. Uh, during the lockdown and whatnot, that he's had a good last year, if that makes sense. So we've really enjoyed having him. And like we say, we've walked, we've been going out where we live. There's a little village called Kemble. It's beautiful. Uh, so the walks around here are just amazing. So it's really nice to get out for an evening walk. Yeah, like I would say, an evening walk, is like, uh, especially around here, uh, is probably one of the best times to go for a walk because like, not many people are about Yeah, same. We're surrounded by farms mainly, so we've got a lot of farmland around us. Yeah. So, um, like, uh, like, um, like, like, like now, like, um, like with all your crones, uh, how would you say you're doing quite at the moment? Um, I'm I'm up and down, to be honest. I am. Um, I've been on quite a lot of strong pain medication for quite a while, which I think many of us have. Uh, being morphine and things like that, so I can, I can go and get, kind of go one way or the other, where I'm continuously going or I can't go. Yeah. So at the minute, I'm kind of at a can't go, which is worse in this weather because, as you probably know, you feel bloated, you feel horrible, lethargic, and uh, I'm in that stage at the moment. But in my five years of being diagnosed, we've not got. It settled. We've not settled my Crohn's disease. It's been active throughout, which is quite hard to deal with. Which is it is draining, very draining. Yeah, like it's it's, it's not nice. Like it, it being like active, like all the time, not knowing like uh, like what was even going to happen. So it can like get a, it can make like people quite upset as well. I've recently just they've just recently uh. Well, not recently, but at my antidepressants, because I'm at the point where I was begging my surgeon, just uh, my consultant, sorry, for surgery, just take it out. I, I think I actually said to him, just rip it out of me now, kind of at the end of my tether. It's not, it's just, like, it can be like really hard, just like, uh, like, uh, like, um, like, even just like some people, like, who maybe heard of Crohn's disease, they just think it's like a maybe like a toilet condition or, or like it's just a bug, but it's not, it's, it's like, um, it's much more than that. It's completely life-altering. It is. Since in the five years, uh, I've had to give up work. My partner gave up work. Well, I gave up work initially because where we couldn't get 
the control of the disease, I was having so much time off of work that it just wasn't feasible to keep me employed anymore. So I took a, uh, I was an engineer and then I took a job just in a shop, just mainly to keep myself busy and give myself something. But I was still struggling just with that. So about two years ago, my consultant and I sat down and he said, maybe we should think about taking a little bit of time off of work just so I can get myself back to a relatively healthy state. My partner had a good job at the time as well, but uh, maybe I don't know, being off work is kind of good because I've seen my children grow up, but obviously as a father of a man, I find it quite hard not providing for my family. Yeah, it, it is quite hard because like, like uh, there's a lot of people out there at the moment who like, like, like people can go back, I think, to like work now, like, and with this coronavirus going on, but it, it would be quite hard for like, like, um, especially like people who have been shielding or uh, who are at risk of um, complications of like coronavirus if they may get it. Which yeah. Is, like there's we are at higher risk. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of people out there who like, even like with a chronic illness might be just living on their own or like they have to like provide for their like family because like um, they have to work and they might not be able to do that because of how risk they are, but it's not their fault, which is a, it is quite sad. No. It is, it, I, I think, I, I feel, like I said at the start, I feel quite fortunate and to some extent I'll have days where I feel fed up and frustrated and I'll, why me, that I feel sorry for myself and that tends to be where I'm at my worst. They can't really get out of bed and, you know, dragging yourself to the shower, which as you know, you know, at your worst, you can probably go for two, three showers a day because you just feel so rubbish, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I, I would say like, um, like a hot, with like hygiene, like, um, with like having a chronic illness is quite important as well because, uh, like, um, like, like, like even before this whole coronavirus, I was always cautious about like, because even before coronavirus, we were always at risk of catching things anyway. Like, um, yeah. with like, or like more susceptible to catching like other bugs like if they say you got uh, you got ill or something and it could it can turn quite bad for you but just this coronavirus is just a, an extra thing thinking like oh well, if i catch that something bad really might happen so just add it to the list of things yeah. to be concerned about yeah exactly and i and i, I like especially like if someone like coughed or sneezed near me i i i like, I, I would actually say I wouldn't say anything because um, I wouldn't actually say anything before uh, a while before coronavirus because I I didn't want to like be rude or anything but um, like say someone sneezed I would move a little bit and I, I would kind of maybe go good like something like that but but now like I'll say like um like I've said this before like in my podcast but like um when I was at college um I I, I uh, like a and then I say sneeze, and I, I, I exited the room because the coronavirus was going about, and you just don't know. So yeah. I, I exited the room, and you've like, got to take uh, extra precautions for yourself, haven't you? Yeah, and, and 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 then at the end of the day, she spoke to me, and she asked me, um, "Have you gone? Um, um, have you uh, like a, like a, well, where was I? Uh, like um, and I, and I just said I." I left just because I left the room because you sneezed and you just, and she said, I don't have coronavirus. And I said, yeah, you may not have it, but you don't know. Like people can be like, 
lots of people out there don't know they have coronavirus and it just passes. And then this is it. But I think with people with an, anybody with an autoimmune disease, I think you initially think worst case scenario. I find I do, especially if there's any bugs going around at the school or anything like that. I get terrified that they're going to bring it home. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not nice. And like, I was always take like a sofa. And I, I was still take um, a sofa and, and, and lock around, just just like wash my hands, maybe like like a lot, and just always a little bit cautious. I think if we all take personal precautions, you know, we can do our bit. I think that's the important thing, isn't it? I think like like a, like like when there was like a toilet roll sort of shortage like a few months ago like um yeah. like, like all these toilet rolls were running out like everything and like like you th you think now like um like and soap was running out as well you think why wasn't everyone doing this before and why weren't they like being keeping like like people who haven't like like keep clean and they just like it kind of comes like as um a check like they say you, you need like um like you have to be clean you have to be like make sure you're washing hands anyway yeah i think common sense comes into play doesn't it quite a lot and i think in moments of hysteria we tend to forget about common sense and we get a little bit frenzied maybe yeah yeah. But is, I can assure you, we didn't unnecessarily stock up on toilet roll or pasta. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we left some for everybody else. Yeah. And there's all like, 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 so some people did need it, like, and they couldn't get it because, like, there was people out there go, like, go, go for a, a weekly shop of toilet roll. And yeah. The <laughs> yeah. No, well, the, this, the, the scary thing is actually, is, until I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, I kind of, personal hygiene was just a second nature, just I'd get up, have a shower and continue with my day. But now I find myself, oh, if I feel rubbish in the morning, I'll get up, have a shower, maybe around lunchtime, where I'm, if I'm if fatigue's high and I think I'm going to go have a lay down, I'll go have a shower and a lay down just to try and keep myself feeling fresh because you can just get so sweaty and you just feel horrible, I find. Yeah. Especially when you're in a flare. Yeah, the, the, the flare isn't nice. To get. No, it's not. Yeah, and like, like I, especially when I was in like a flare, a lot of pain. Like people asked if I was right. I'll just say yes because like you can't do anything. I'll just say you can't do anything about it because there's yeah. no point in me saying no yeah. because and then they say is there anything I can do and I'll say. No, there isn't. I can't just go to like like the, the, the reception downstairs and get some medicine to ease the pain because that won't work. No, exactly. But then people don't understand that. I don't think yeah. unless you're in that situation, you do not understand it. And I was guilty of that myself. I don't think I was very considerate to others when it came to people needing a little bit more patience, maybe. And you know, I've learned maybe. As we all have, we're all learning as we go, aren't we? That's the thing. Yeah, we're still learning now, even though like I had it a couple of years, like 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 we didn't know anything at first, and then the first couple of years, like up to now, we know a fair bit about it. But there's still lots of things to learn about it. Exactly. Do you struggle with pain often? Is pain something you struggle with often? Well, I'd say like like um like I I haven't had been like especially like. Even before my diagnosis, like 
I was in a lot of pain starting then, 2017, and like going past that into like um like being on like the medication. I would say I felt really good when I was on my infliximab until like the night infusion, and then um and then like and then like since then like I would say I haven't really been getting like much pain like a like a not not quite a lot really, but I would say. Um, like just like fatigue, um, like like when I was stressed, when I was getting all that pain, it didn't make it worse. Yeah, that I I still struggle with pain on a daily basis. You see, I've never, I can't remember the last time I think I had a whole pain-free day. It's either a niggle, it's down on my left left hand upper abdomen. Uh, it's either a constant niggle or just sharp shooting pains to the extent where you want to curl up in a ball. Yeah. Like so a, I have oral yeah. morphine and I have some other strong painkillers here, which I reluctantly take and I try not to take because I know they can be addictive. So I, I, I try to limit, but it's hard. And my, my consultant will encourage, he'll say, oh, just take some more pain relief, just take some more pain relief. But I said, we're masking the problem here. We're not identifying and solving, we're just masking. Yeah. I would say the pain when I when I had it, um, like, like that pain was like it was like a, but like um, it was like 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 a, like a feeling like a burpy feeling like inside, like, a, like wind. yeah, like like the, you feel like it's the kind of you're feeling like like all sort of bubbles inside and like, and like occasionally popping, but it's all burning, burning around yeah. there, and yeah, like, yeah. I, I find I'll have a high pressure pain on my left hand side and it tends to come through to my back, down to the bottom of my back towards my bottom. And then especially if, if I'm struggling to go to the loo, then the pain there can be quite a lot worse as well. It's, it's like a, like, like a, especially like a, um, like a, when you do see like blood in the loo, it, it, that is, can be very distressing. That is that's very alarming. That is, I, I remember the first time I saw blood, I, I panicked. I think we all do, but I panic like mad. Yes, but yes, even yes, today, yes. I'm learning things that I, I didn't know yesterday, and I think that's the important thing: is progressing. Like, like seeing that blood for the first time. This is even it is not it's not even just the first time. Like every time, like really, like you yeah think, yeah like, yeah. This is it. Like, uh, like it, especially like even if it's a little bit, I I, I say, wait, what's that? And like um, like uh, uh, like it's just it's just not nice to have, but like uh, especially when all you can see is that when you don't want to see all red in that in the pan, you just yeah, exactly. yeah, and the mucus as well. It's when you 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 have pain and you feel like you need to go and there's mucus. That's I, I that's one of the worst for me is because. Although it feels like I need to go quite a lot and just some mucus comes out, it's quite frustrating. It's not, it's not nice, but like, uh, like, like, even if like, like, like for you, like, because you, you said you get pain quite a lot, uh, like, near enough each day, like, um, yeah. like, um, would you say like some days are worse than others? Yeah, yeah. Some days I'll be able to just crack on with the day, just a little niggle. Have a couple of paracetamol and that will kind of back in my head and carry on but other days um mainly after for example yesterday 
in the garden. I had, uh, I'm building a chicken coop because we've recently taken in some battery hens, the ones with no feathers and things, to kind of build them back up. Um, and I was just laying the pegs and I was just painting the posts. And this morning when I woke up, I was in agony because of the work I did the day before. So I've kind of always got a plan if I've got a busy day to make sure I keep the following day empty to allow myself time to recover. It's good, like, um, just to, like, especially in time we find ourselves at the moment, is just try and keep as, like, um, like, entertaining yourself as much as you can and try to do things when you can, like, if you can. Yeah. Because, like, um, I make the most of the good days, I find, as I'm sure you do as well. We make the most of the good days. Because, yeah. like, you, you just don't know when, when something's going to happen, like, um, like like medication, like like a like not wanting to be on the medication really, like, like maybe because of like of coronavirus. If like you do get it, like um with like the medication, you will make it like a little bit worse. Like we'll find it out. Because obviously a lot of the drugs are biological drugs as well. It's a lot of what what am I putting in my body? There's a lot of that to it as well. You, like, you, you just sit there, like, um, I'd say, like, um, I kind of feel it really. Um, it, it goes, I think, like, like, when I had my infusion, I remember it, it, like, it went a little bit cold, um, like, my, like, um, it, it feels like all cool when it goes through as well. So, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. Um, weird, like, when you do first have an infusion. I'm, um, to be honest, I'm quite used to infusions now. I'm not, I don't get bathed by them. I used to get really anxious and uh, a couple of times I had a panic attack on the way in and things like that because I can't express enough that anxiety is probably the worst thing to have come out of this for me is I find I'm 10 times more anxious now than I was before the coronavirus started. Just like, like having crimes can like affect you a lot. Like, it's just uh, being aware as well, isn't it? Aware of other people. Yeah. Because right. we can do our bit, we can wash our hands and wear a mask, but it just takes the person next to you not to, and that's part of the problem. Yeah, like like that person who's next to you, like them saying that I don't have coronavirus, and you, you just never know. Like, like a person can have it and they don't know it. Asymptomatic, I think they call that, don't they? Is that yeah. the word? Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's the test. The terrifying thing about it is, you may not even know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all. It's just all like um. It's all mad in the world at the moment. Scary times. Yeah. It's like I. I will say it's like um. Like it's, it's it's like a movie. Like like you go out like like people wearing masks all the time. A lot. I'm quite a conspiracy theorist, so I, uh, I, I like, I, I can get a little bit away with myself, and uh, when I, especially if I'm left to my own thoughts, and I start becoming really paranoid, thinking that, uh, you know, because you hear these stories of it being man-made and things like that, and you know, it's quite, and you take all information with a pinch of salt, really, don't you? It's, 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 it's not nice. No, it's not. Um, like, like with um, like 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 in the past, like um, like 
have you gone to like a like event days like like to like like raise awareness of like Crohn's? Yeah, uh, I there's none. Everyone I've looked at has not been anywhere near where I am, and as a lot of people with Crohn's will probably know, is car travel is not the greatest. I get really anxious. Uh, it does cause you know natural nerves, doesn't it? You need to know where the toilets are on route and things like that. But uh, somebody, a, a village quite close by, they had a fundraiser in the pub and they put some banners up and we made a bit of an evening of it, which is quite nice. But in the future, I would definitely like to go to an event. They are quite um, nice because I like I, I've been to a fair few, like um, like uh, even just like the start of us. I remember when getting getting diagnosed with Crohn's, I went to like um like meetings. Like I think the one was at as a cost of coffee, like meeting people. Yeah. So like 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 the like events I've been to like um London as well to go and see um. Go go to um, like a London walk it where it's quite good like to meet people. Yeah, no, I I uh, do plan on getting to one in the future. I definitely in the future. I've met quite a lot of friends online now through the community, so it's, it will be nice to get a meet, but, uh, you know, meet up with these people rather than just talk online. It's is like um. Really nice, like just like you walk around, and then like there's lots of bits around there where you can speak to people, and like um yeah, I just meet like, lots of people, and they all wear the crowns, crowns in Cardiff UK tops, or like um like walk it tops as well, which is really good. Yeah, that I that I do look forward to. So I I will probably uh I'll need a chaperone as such to I get so nervous. I was even nervous in the run up to this podcast. You see, I get so. Over anxious. It can it can be like nerve wracking, like it, like like it's good that like you you, you come on like because uh, it can like it can be like nerve wracking, like just speak about like to um about your like Crohn's is like a, like a another person. This is the, I mean I I remember when I was first diagnosed actually when I came out of hospital uh, we went around to a friend's house they'd recently had a baby. I, I, I even said out loud, like, don't worry, I'm not contagious. And I thought, well, why would I feel the need to say that? But people know nothing about Crohn's disease. I felt the need to give them the information rather than waiting for them to ask, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, I would recommend, like, like, in the future, like, going to, like, a walk at maybe London, like, but it, it depends on, like, how you are and everything. Yeah, I, I, 100% I have every intention doing so it sounds great i've met a few friends that i've been talking to for a couple of maybe a couple of years even so i would probably try and meet up with them at the same time yeah that, 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 would be yeah, that would be really fun and yeah um, and i live where i live i've got a direct line as well a train line into london so that's great that's really nice um so so, so like um, it's 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 been really nice like chatting with you, Dave, and like hearing about like your Crohn's and like um like uh, like everything like you've been through throughout like Crohn's and it seems like um like even no like, yeah like, I'm grateful for the opportunity to come and talk to you. It's been lovely to talk to you online, and it's been lovely to talk to you over this my first Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, the Zoom is a it, it's good, like for especially doing these podcasts as well. I think it's the way forward, isn't it? Yeah, it, yeah, and um, like a just like it, just, just keep safe, like around like whole coronavirus and like um, like with all your like pain as well, like Crohn's as well. Thank you. I will. I'll, I'll stay in contact. Please keep yeah, in contact. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, um, All right, so thank you. Thank you again and um, stay safe. And you. Thanks a lot then. Bye bye.